Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week, Kickstarter campaign, six issues of Super Show the comic, currently live on Kickstarter, as of now, as I'm recording this, 1.51 p.m. Eastern Time, there are currently $13,529 pledged for this campaign from 151 backers. 21 days remain in the campaign. The campaign closes Monday, October 30th, 9 a.m. Eastern. There has been no change on the funding goals. The next funding goal is at 14000 It will unlock a brand new spectacle, expose the opponent. With 151 backers, the first backer goal has been achieved. It unlocks a 2.5 inch by 3.5 inch spotlight print of Gropar the Great and Powerful. Essentially, a print the size of a Super Show the Game card featuring art of Gropar the Great and Powerful. The next backer goal is 165 backers. That unlocks the Blindside Tackle promo card. The final backer goal, as of right now, 227 backers. All of the spotlight prints will be upgraded to new competitor cards for Super Show the Game, with the exception of the Polly the Pigeon Bacone spotlight print that's 2.5 inches by 3.5 inches. That has not yet been unlocked because we have not yet hit the share goal. We need 200 shares on social media. As of right now, the total number of shares of the post on the SRG Universe Facebook page, 29. Only 29 shares for the page, for the post, meaning we need 171 shares to hit the goal. We have 21 days to do it. If 151 backers, if each backer just shared one time, we would be almost there. So if you've backed the Kickstarter campaign, go to Facebook. Go to the SRG Universe Facebook page. Find the post. It starts with Oh Hey Man from September 26th. Share it. Each share gets us one step closer to unlocking that goal. The share goal and the backer goal are considered community goals. There's one more community goal for the Kickstarter campaign. That is the comment goal. We need 200 unique and positive comments that will unlock a spotlight print of the Mass Llama at 2.5 by 3.5. And, and again, if we hit the backer goal of 227, those get upgraded to competitor cards. As of right now, the total number of comments on the page is 90. So we're close to halfway there. I'll talk about comments because those tie into the CCC2. That's where we are right now with those goals. There's one other bonus goal, and that is if all of the limited tiers sell out we will unlock a new spectacle. It will go to everyone that backed at one of those limited tiers for free, and then it will be available as an add-on to everyone else in the campaign, including, of course, the people who bought the limited tiers. Now, slight confusion here because my understanding was the $14,000 goal was also for the spectacle. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Expose the Opponent is a promo card and the spectacle is something else, but I was under the impression both for the same thing. 
I'm sure we'll get more clarification on that when we hit one of these goals. Here's where we are right now with the limited tiers, though, as far as selling out. The comic book and card tier, the first limited tier, has 36 remaining. The all six books tier has 15 remaining. The half page spotlight has one spot remaining. The full page spotlight has one spot remaining. The last limited tier, the cameo tier, has been sold out since last week. So if the four tiers I listed sell out, the bonus goal revolving around the spectacle will be achieved. Those are all of the current goals right now. That's where we stand with the Kickstarter campaign. 21 days remain. Plenty of time to unlock these goals, especially the comment goal and the share goal. Next story, which somewhat ties into the comment goal, the 2023 CCC Creative Competitor Competition semifinal round has started. Going into this week, we knew nothing about the semifinal round other than JAC, Math Guy, Private Cuddles, Captain Kiddo, Moxie, and Maddie Bar One had made the semifinals. This past Wednesday on Talk of Universe, they had a random drawing to determine who would be the competitors in the first match, who would be the competitors in the second match. They did one of those spinning wheel programs. All six names are put on the wheel. When a name was chosen, it was removed from the wheel. The first three people chosen would be the contenders in the first match. The remaining three would face off in the second match. The first three chosen were Moxie, Maddie Bar One, and JAC. So they would be in the first match. Private Cuddles, Captain Kiddo, and Math Guy will be in the second match. Live on Talk of the Universe. Looking at the calendar, Pat Mulligan and Steve Resk decided that the first semifinal match would be this weekend, as I'm recording this, October 6th through October 8th. It's October 8th as I'm recording this, 9 p.m. Eastern Friday night to 9 p.m. Eastern Sunday night. I'm not happy with this. To me, if you want there to be promos in the CCC, you have to give people time. Two days between the time the match is announced and the time the match goes live is not enough time to make promos, build hype, build feuds. I understand why they did it. Next weekend is ArmorCon and Marktoberfest 5. This is why pushing this so late is bad. You start running into obstacles with scheduling you can't work around. So the first semifinal match is live now. The second semifinal match will be in two weeks, so it will be the weekend of October 20th. Through October 27th. There are four places on social media where you can score points for the person you want to see move on from the semifinal round to the final round. We'll start with talking about Facebook. We'll start with Facebook because it's the most common place where people in Super Show the Game engage. If you go to the SRG Universe Facebook page, not the group, in past years it's been the discussion group. This is actually the SRG Universe Facebook page. There's a post with all three contenders' photos on it. You go into the comments of that post. You can post up to four different things. You can post a hashtag for the person you want to see move on. For example, I'm promoting JAC, so hashtag JAC. MaddieBar1 is hashtag MaddieBar1. No spaces. 
M-A-T-T-Y-B-A-R and the digit one. Moxie is hashtag M-O-X-I-E. If you post that, you score one point for the person you want to move on to the finals. If you post a meme, you score two points for the person you want to see move on to the finals. And usually people will post the hashtag and then the meme all in one post. If you post a GIF, you will score three points for the person you want to see move on. If you post a short video, you will score four points. Most people will post the hashtag when they post the meme, when they post the GIF, and then when they post the video. The points stack up, so you can earn a maximum of 10 points if you do the hashtag, meme, GIF, and video. Hashtag alone is one. Hashtag plus meme is two. Hashtag meme and GIF is six. Hashtag and GIF is four. Work out all the combinations. But you can score a maximum of 10 points per person you're voting for. The same thing holds through on Twitter. If you go to Twitter, now known as X, you go to the SRG Universe account. There's a post up there similar to the post on Facebook. Same rules apply. Same point structure, same posting. You can earn up to 10 points for the person you want to see move on to the finals on X slash Twitter. Instagram, there's a post on Instagram. Again, look up the SRG Universe account. Go there. The post has all three of the art photos, all three of the black and white photos of JAC, Moxie, and Maddie Bar 1. Post the hashtag there. You just earn one point for the person you're backing. And then finally, Kickstarter. If you go to the Kickstarter campaign, and this ties into what I was talking about earlier, six issues of Super Show the Comic. You go to the comment section. If you're a backer, you can comment. Comment hashtag the person you want to see move on. So hashtag JAC, for example. You score two points for the person you want to see move on to the finals. I have done a tally, an unofficial count. Here is where the points are as of right now. Let me go through what I have written down. I'll give you what I have for each person on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Kickstarter, and the total. This is with me using the point structure I laid out. One for hashtag, two for meme, three for gif, four for video, two for Kickstarter comments. I'll start with the points earned for Maddie Bar 1. Again, this number is subject to change because it's not official. And the contest is still going on. I will try to give you the final numbers at the end of the night before the show goes out. Once the contest closes at 9. But right now, with 137 comments on Facebook, from Facebook alone, I have Mighty Bar 1 earning 121 points. Now, I'll mention this here because this happened for every single person. Pat Mulligan stated that if you post multiple memes, multiple GIFs, he will throw out your points. You are limited to posting one meme, one GIF, and one video per voting account. You can vote with multiple accounts. You could do that last round. You can do that here. Only two people posted multiple memes in both cases. In both cases, they posted multiple memes. The Rewind with VHS account posted memes twice. 
So I threw their votes out of the total. Matt Barone posted, I think, four different memes. Maybe more, but at least four different memes. So I threw his points out. So if I count their points, it's 134. If I throw them out, it's 121. From Twitter, and I didn't count how many people voted on Twitter, I have 14 points earned for MattyBar1 on Twitter. Instagram, four votes earned on Instagram. I didn't count the total number of votes. And then Kickstarter, with 90 total comments on Kickstarter. Five of the comments went to MattyBar1, so he scored 10 points there. When you add up those totals, 121 from Facebook, 14 from Twitter, 4 from Instagram, 10 from Kickstarter, you have a total of 149 points. Matty Bar 1 has 149 points. Last I looked. Next, Moxie. Moxie from Facebook has 42 points. They had 44 points, but I threw out votes from Kyle Crabtree. Kyle Crabtree posted multiple memes for Moxie, so I threw out his votes for Moxie. It was 44 before I threw the votes out. It's 42 now. From Twitter, 13 points on Twitter. From Instagram, 2 points on Instagram. From Kickstarter, 8 points on Kickstarter, 4 comments. For a total of 65 points. 65 points for Moxie. And then finally, for JAC, from Facebook, I have a total of 134 points. There were 138 points. Jose Camacho posted multiple gifts, so I threw out four points from him. That gets us to 134. 20 points on Twitter, three points on Instagram, six points on Kickstarter for a total of 163 points. So I have 163 for JAC, 149 for Matty Bar 1, and 65 for Moxie. That's where it sits right now. There are still a few hours left in the contest, so these numbers likely will change. I don't expect them to change a whole bunch. Usually Sunday is the slowest day. Usually it starts off hot Friday, cools down over Saturday, cools way down over Sunday. So I don't expect us to change a lot, but I will give you the updated numbers at the end of the show, if possible, before the show is published. That's what I have right now for you. First semifinal match, round three, 2023 Creative Competitor Competition. The next Creative Competitor Competition match, October 20th through 22nd, Private Cuddles versus Captain Kiddo versus Matt Guy. Next story, we have two big Creative Competitor tournaments next weekend. The first, Marktoberfest 5, Recess Games. Recess.net is the website. Go there, noon start time. I believe only Snake Pit and Vanilla Gorilla are banned. There are some stipulations in the top cut. If you go to the event page on Facebook for Marktoberfest 5, all of that is listed there. $30 a ticket. You buy your ticket on Recess Games' website. ArmorCon, October 13th through 15th. The Creative Competitor Tournament is on the 14th. It's on Saturday. 
No fee for that, but you do pay for going to ArmorCon. There is an entry fee for ArmorCon. Quickly from ArmorCon's website, Friday Pass 35, Saturday 30, Sunday 30, weekend 80, weekend with the swag 120. There are cheaper tickets, ages 6 to 12. That's basically the ArmorCon pricing. ArmorCon, Marlboro, Massachusetts. Marktoberfest 5, North Olmsted, Ohio, near Cleveland. I'm not sure if there are going to be any featured matches at Marktoberfest 5. I have not heard anything. I will be at Marktoberfest 5. That's the plan. So I will cover the event. I will cover any featured matches that are there. I believe we'll see featured matches at Armacon 2. I will report on those on next week's show. I'll do my best to cover them, even though I won't be live at Armacon. There will be promo cards at both events. For Armacon, we're going to get a new lead submission at number 9, Armored Aggressor. We get a new lead strike at number 25, Armored Contact. Both will have the Armacon logo on them. For Marktoberfest, there are going to be three cards, two alt art, one brand new. At number seven, lead strike, this is going to leave a mark. That's the new one. Alt art, the crowd is marking out at number 11. That's a grapple lead. At number 13, a follow-up strike, break the seal. Those last two alt arts, all three will have the Marktoberfest 5 logo on them. I don't know about any other product releases. For the weekend of October 14th, we did have, I believe, six new competitor sets and two new cards come out on SuperShowTheGame.com this weekend. If you're interested in those, check out SuperShowTheGame.com. Those are the big stories. Let me give you some of the other things that happened this week. There's been an ongoing tag team tournament run jointly by Candyman of the LFF Tri-State Region and Piglet of the Deep South Region. It was primarily for those two regions, although there was some Midwest Coast participation. Going from memory, the Deep South team that went the farthest would get a future shot at that tag team championship. Same thing for the LFF Tri-State team. I don't know about the Midwest Coast team. The finalists ended up being teams from both the LFF Tri-State and the Deep South. It was a double elimination tournament coming out of the winner's bracket, the tag team of Big Money. The Big Guy and Mr. Moneymaker. Coming out of the loser's bracket, the team representing the big picture, Coach Brad and Piglet. Mr. Moneymaker was playing as the Iron Sultan. The Big Guy was playing as the Pretzel Wizard. Coach Brad was playing as Chloe Mai. Piglet was playing as himself. The big picture team had to win twice to win the tournament. The winners of the first match, scoring the first fall, the big picture team. So, sudden death. The team that loses this loses the tournament. And the team that wins the tournament, the big picture team. Coach Brad and Piglet had to win twice to win the tournament, and they do. Congratulations to them for winning the tag team tournament. Not only did they win this tournament, but they won something else. Because Candyman, who was running the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Division, was recently named General Manager for the entire LFF Tag Team Division. And so, one of her first acts as General Manager was to give this team, 
the big picture team, a shot at the LFF Tag Team Championship. Don't know when that will happen yet. I will report on that when I have more. But congratulations to them for that. Speaking of other announced title shots, Math Guy. Because Math Guy won Pixel Palace Pandemonium 4, he will get a shot in the future at the Intergalactic Championship. He should be the next person to face current champion Jared Bridge for the belt. Jared Bridge also received a future championship shot. I reported last week he won that triad match. He became the hero of the intergalactic universe, I guess. I don't know how you describe it. Because of that, once he is no longer the intergalactic champion, he will get a shot at the LFF Underworld Championship. So congratulations to him for getting that future shot. Staying with the theme of future championship shots, the next LFF Tri-State Singles Championship defense will be this Monday, October 9th, Legendary Realms. The champion, John Pulverino, will face former champion, the SRG BOSS. If John Pulverino wins, he will hold the record for most successful defenses alongside the SRG boss. If the boss wins, he prevents John Pulverino from tying the record. We know Press 1P will be playing as the new version of the Alien Invader. We don't know what the SRG boss will be playing as. He has multiple options to choose from. We'll find out October 9th. That is pretty much it for the news from this week. Let's talk about the tournaments from this past week. Monday, we start with Monday Night Fights. Trios event. 16 players. Four groups, four players per group. Each player plays the other three in the group. Top two players per group advance into the top cut. The two semifinalists are the Dread Pirate tech support Simon Strauss, playing as his own competitor, Warlords of the Sea, and Jokerfish playing as SRG Universe. The finalists were Bob Dunn as the League of Extraordinary Grapplers versus Chris Pate as Bug versus Everyone. The winner of the Monday Night Trios event. Bob Dunn, congratulations to Bob Dunn for a victory. Thursday night, Chibi's Thursday night fights. Ten players, two groups, five players per group. Each player plays the other four in the group. Top two records per group advance into the top cut. The semifinalists here were Cheshire, playing as Andreas Fiesta, and Zach Ashley playing as the Pulverizer. Your finalists were El Hombre Cybernetico, playing as Quadruple H, and the Italian Bombada playing as himself. The winner, Thursday night, El Hombre Cybernetico. Congratulations to El Hombre for your victory. Friday, special Boss Righty Beatdown. The winner of this Boss Righty Beatdown will have a chibi character created for them, character of their choice, for the Super Show board game. 20 players in this event. Group stages, five groups, four players per group, Top two players per group, top two records per group, advanced to the top cuts. There were some tiebreakers, some triad tiebreakers to get into the top cut. We end up having, with ten players in the top cut, four players have to play into the quarterfinals. They face off in kendo stick matches, starting with a kendo stick card in play, considered in play. The two winners joined the remaining six players in the quarterfinals. These were steel chair matches. 
with a steel chair card considered in play. The semifinal round, players played off in ring step matches with a ring step card considered in play. And then the finals was a sticks, stairs, and chairs match. The two semifinalists in the tournament were the Cannoli playing as Pat the Thinker and the prize fighter Simon Davner playing as the Commissioner Drew Matson. Your finalists were Ricky Riot playing as himself and the Harm City hitman Andrew Mecky playing as El Pollo and Mascardi. The winner at Crowdmere 3, Ricky Riot. Congratulations to Ricky Riot, a.k.a. Chris Pate, for winning the Boss Riley Beatdown. This brings us to Sunday. There are two events going on Sunday. The first event Sunday night was Sunday Night Fights. Three matches on the card for Sunday Night Fights. The opening match was for the LFF Tag Team Championship. The challengers were the Animal Kingdom. The team of Le Penguin playing as the original Brian Cage. Brian Cage is the effing machine. And the Cheetah playing as the Rising Sun. The champions representing the big picture were the Phil Birch playing as the Ikuzo version of Fox Assassin. And Mitchell Manja playing as Chloe Mai. I would like to give you a lot of detail about this match. Unfortunately, because it was going on at the same time as the last hour of the CCC, and I am the steward of JAC who was in that match. I did not get to catch most of it. At Crowd Meter 4, I did see the finish. The winners, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom rolled a 14. They had a card in play, preventing the champions from using a save roll. So the winners and new champions are Animal Kingdom. Congratulations to them. They're a long storied tag team, and they have now finally won an LFF championship. First LFF gold for the Penguin. Pretty sure for the Cheat as well. Not 100% on that, but congratulations to them for winning LFF gold. The second match of the night was a Pittsburgh Steel City street fight. We saw in this match the Misfit playing as the original version of The Void versus Sean Steiner playing as, and I always get this wrong, either Jesse or Jesksy. Jesse, something like that. I apologize for getting that wrong. Those were the competitors in the match. The loser of the match in this stipulation must make a video praising the hometown of the winner. This match goes to Crowd Meter 1. The winner at Crowd Meter 1, the Misfit. So Sean Steiner will have to make a video praising Pittsburgh, the home of the Misfit. Congratulations to the Misfit. The final match of the night, Ant West playing as Ema Mam versus Michael Nichols playing as the Nightmare King in a grudge match. This match ends up going to Crowd Meter 2. The winner of the grudge match. The Nightmare King, Michael Nichols, congratulations to the Nightmare King for getting, I think, his first ever victory over Ant West. They've been feuding for quite a while, but the Nightmare King comes out on top here. The other Sunday night event, hosted by Matt Barone, Odd Couples Part 2, $5 entry fee. This was supposed to be a tag team event where in each match you had a random partner. They only had six people sign up. So they did two three-on-three matches, two six-man tag matches. After two matches, only one player was on a winning team twice. That player 
was the cannoli. So the cannoli wins the Odd Couples Part 2 event. Congratulations to the cannoli for your victory. There are a couple of things I need to bring up that I missed on the show originally. First, a correction. I talked about one of the cards releasing an Armacarn. I called it Armored Aggressor. It's Armored Aggression. I'm sorry for that. That's the lead submission at 9, Armored Aggression. Second, there is going to be one confirmed title match that I'm aware of at Armacon Sunday, October 15th. The LFF World Heavyweight Champion, Brian Waitfort-Schmidt, will be defending that against Ryan Pierce. Ryan Pierce was part of the Impact Faction Wars team that won Faction Wars 4. As a result, he gets a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. That shot is happening, Marlboro, Massachusetts, Armacon, Sunday, October 15th. And then finally, we have some Faction Wars news that came out. First, we have a list from the general manager, what person is playing what competitor for every team. So we know, for example, for Just Business, who their strike player is, who their technique player is, who their specialist is, all of that was released. We also now know what spectacle type each team is using. Valiant is the majority spectacle in this particular faction wars. We also now have the rules for Phase 0. Let me give you the rules for Phase 0 of faction wars. Phase 0 starts tomorrow as I am recording this, October 9th, and it will run until October 23rd. That's basically two weeks from Monday to Monday. Each player can play up to all 17 people that are either running the same 10 skill or the specialists. So, for example, it's out there publicly. I am playing as Trent in Faction Wars. That's a Strike 10 character. I can play the SRG BOWS, who's running a Strike 10 character. Lord of the Dance, who's running a Strike 10 character. I can play up to all 17 Strike characters. I can only play Strike opponents. You can only play the like skills or the specialists if you're the specialist. You can play all 17 opponents. You can choose to play less than 17. It's up to you. It's recommended that you play all 17 matches. When you win a match, you earn one point for your team. There are no points deducted for losing a match. Tornado and Trio the same way. Each match earns one point for your team. Once Phase 0 is completed, the captains will send in their team's score, the points earned by their team, to General Manager John Clace. He will determine which teams are the top 14 teams, which teams are the bottom four. The top 14 automatically make Phase 1. The bottom four will play off. One team versus one team. The two winners will then join the other 14 to make a top 16 for Phase 1. Phase 0 does not affect seeding in Phase 1. The top two teams coming out of 0 could play. They might not. It's all up to General Manager John Calais. That's all the news about Faction Wars Phase 0. It will be live tomorrow, October 9th, and run until the end of day, October 23rd. CCC semifinal match results. 
I told you I'd figure out the points based on my calculations, based on the way I added it up. Here is how I have the points. Matty Bar 1, 262 points. Moxie, 67 points. JAC, 322 points. So, as long as that basically holds the same, there aren't any big swings one way or the other with points being added or subtracted. I think there's enough of a margin here, 60 points between first and second place, that JAC is who I think will be in the final match of the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition. Again, this is not official. The official results will likely come out Wednesday during Talk of the Universe. This is what I have, though. I have JAC winning the first semifinal match. The next semifinal match will be the weekend of October 20th through 22nd. Private Cuddles versus Captain Kiddo versus Matt Guy. No idea who is going to show up. I hope they do promos. They're going to have a lot more time than we had to promo. So I hope they take advantage of that time and put on a good promo show. I know I put out a couple videos for JAC. I saw one video from Matt Barone from Matty Bar 1. I did not see anything from Colton Jankowski from Mox. As far as events for next week, I talked about Armacon. I talked about Marktoberfest 5. Let me briefly give you the schedule once again for Armacon. I gave this out a couple of weeks ago. Friday, starting at noon, there's a Learn to Play Super Show event, and there will be a Learn to Play Super Show event every 30 minutes, Friday all day. At 7 p.m., there will be a singles event. The winner of the singles event will potentially be the number one contender for the Tri-State Championship. It says singles event to determine a number one contender. Presumably, the winner is the number one contender. Saturday, noon, Armacon Creative Competitor Tournament starts. Same time as the Marktoberfest 5 Creative Competitor Tournaments. 8 p.m., there's going to be a Cosmic Draft. Some sort of event where you buy a Cosmic Crusader or Marauder of the Multiverse pack and either do some actual kind of draft or build a seal. It's something like that. And then Sunday, 11 a.m., there will be a tag team event. That's the event schedule for ArmorCon. There will also be payoff pack drafts available upon request. For other tournaments next week, online tournaments. Brian Schmidt will not run Monday Night Fights, but Monday Night Fights is confirmed. It's not on SuperShowTheGame.com yet. Nothing is for next week, but Monday Night Fights is confirmed. Expect a Thursday Night Fights. Dojo should be Tuesday Night, Twitch.tv slash SRGUniverse. That is all I have for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank you all for listening, and good day.